Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, September 12th, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about uh, hurricane news that relates to atheists and uh, some Trump nominees that I want to mention. But first, I want to check in on the Ark encounter. I just <laughs> want to mention that every piece of news that comes from the Ark I find interesting. So there's uh, another story that the uh, friendly atheist put online. He has a story. The whole story is about the Ark encounter and their financial well, the story that they've gone through. But basically, the news is that they have received their first check from the government, a $1.8 million tax rebate from Kentucky. Apparently, they have generated $2.28 million in sales tax in its first year of operation. That's, a That's quite news. a bit of sales tax. Yeah. So they got, but, a, uh, go ahead. So they got a, a rebate? Yes, they. Well, again, the, it's in the it's in the article, but they filed. They they were going to be excluded from it, but there is a tourist attraction program that uh, allows the tourist attraction to retain twenty five percent of their sales tax collected for things like tickets, souvenirs, food, hmm. and they applied for it and were initially turned down because it was a religious based organization but then a uh this i think we had this was our very first news article about it the district judge ruled in in uh 2016 that they couldn't be excluded and then because they have a republican governor he didn't appeal and yeah so they're getting they're getting their money back hmm. 1.8 million dollars this this year in tax rebate At, well out of six did you say now they see. I don't understand the math, but it says that they generated more than two point two eight million in sales tax, and that they're getting a one point eight million dollar rebate. Okay, so that they're only actually generating like four hundred thousand dollars in uh, that seems crazy in taxes. Yeah, well, at least it's in the positive, not in the negative. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get at this point with these people. I'm curious if they had projections for higher numbers, though. Oh, absolutely. Is that a and lot? The way Does that seem like? I don't know if that's a lot. I'm sure Disney makes a Well, hell of come a lot on, that's more. Disney. You're talking the top <laughs> of the top there. <laughs> okay, so I understand why how the numbers work now. They uh because of their expected projected earnings, they have it's an 18.25 million dollars over the next decade. So since they met their goal the first year, they get one-tenth of that. Mm. They get their one year's worth. So it's a maximum of $18.25 million over the next decade. And since they were over this year, they get the full $1.8 million. Okay. Huh. So any year they don't have revenues of at least uh, – or tax revenues of at least $1.8 million, they don't get that much. Right. Okay. So in any case, just want to mention it because that means that the Ark Encounter is going to be in business for quite a while yet. It doesn't mean they're making any money, but... Well, they just got a million back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. million eight. That helps, I'm sure. But I thought they were in massive amounts of debt, though, because it cost so much to build it. 
I don't have the details on that. I would imagine, though. Yeah. Well, I'm sure good, good Christians will, will, you know, bail them out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how many of these people are going down for repeat views? You know, it's not like Disneyland <laughs> where like you could go there theoretically for a week and still not see everything. Right. All they, all <clears> they have is a big boat. That's it. <laughs> they didn't sign a deal with Lucasfilms, make a Star Wars themed <laughs> place, which, by the way, I will be going to Disney when I'm like 45 because of this. <laughs> it's a necessity. I will, yeah, I was going to say, I have a similar story. <laughs> mm. I have I have put off all the relatives who want to take my son to Disney World. And I said, why don't we take him around 2020? <laughs> you might remember it then. Yeah, he'll be old enough to appreciate it. Uncle yep. Jared could tag along. <laughs> Something else we have talked about uh, previously on the show. Roy Moore is in the news again. There's an article on CNN about him. Uh, he is the he's running for the state Senate. In, uh, I'm sorry, the U.S. Senate in the state of Alabama. Uh, he's trying to get Jeff Sessions old seat All right, okay. against uh, Luther Strange, who is currently in the position and not a doctor the uh he's in the news again because he was on kevin swanson's generation radio and this guy is known he's got a radio show and he's known for being very aggressive against uh the lgbt community basically citing every reference that he can in the bible that affirms that this particular sin is worthy of death <sighs> so this is a guy who's on the radio preaching that gay people should be killed and uh yeah, wow. the guy running for the Senate, he's on their radio show with him. Turns out that that gets your name in the news, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's an unfortunate number of people that would believe and agree with them. So, it, it, But again, it's it's playing to the base of people that there's not enough of anymore. Are you sure about that? <laughs> they are no longer the majority. White Christians are no longer the majority. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, but is that like people, I mean, I saw that same report. Mm. But is that like people who – I don't know how that works. Do they actually go to church or they say they're spiritual, not like that? I mean I True. saw an interview today with a guy – you guys ever heard of this Gavin McGinnis? Name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's like he's like in that – he was in that Milo Yiannopoulos kind of crowd of people. Yeah. i never really seen him before. He's, again, I've seen him dress up. He's got like the cool hipster mustache and the haircut. And he talks about how Christians are being oppressed because abortions are allowed to happen. What? And yeah, I mean, and I'm like, how is that oppression? He was, you know, he was he was fighting for the monuments that were that the Confederate monuments. And sh I mean, it's just like every shitty opinion you could possibly have. This guy does, <laughs> and he has a radio show, and people listen to him. He's on uh, the Anthony Cumia channel, which kills me. But you know, it's it's I don't, I don't it's like this. Just this shit is like seeping in, like the fucking black goo in, in <laughs> X Files into people. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, wow. Good reference. <laughs> <laughs> I find that shocking. That seems to be a pretty, like, simple formula. And it just, there's such a big market for it. Like, I mean, you just have to get more and more, you know, extreme to capture the different markets. But if you can just, you know, compile some contrary nonsense, boom, that's a radio show. Yeah. I mean... If, if someone if, out there wants to hear that. But yeah, if Rush if Rush isn't controversial enough, you got InfoWars. If InfoWars <laughs> is too ugly, you got that gross broad that looks like a fucking kneecap with hair. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Ann Coulter. Oh, oh. oh uh, yeah. He, speaking of Ann Coulter, the Gavin McGinnis, the guy brought up 
some stat about 50% of all all crimes in Texas was done by illegal immigrants or something like that. <laughs> what? And he was and – the, and the – I believe – I hate to say this, but the interviewer was Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Jesse was like – he's like, where did you get that stat from? He's like, I got it from Ann Coulter's book. And he goes, Ann Coulter? He goes, who believes her? And this Gavin McGinnis is like, Ann Coulter is one of the smartest – most well read, most well spoken, best fact checker, <laughs> and I'm like, come on! Wow, I'm like, even right. he can't believe this shit. <sighs> right? If if she is not your cup of tea, you got that. What is it, Tori? Someone or other? Oh, Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren. Yeah, she works for you, Fox yeah. News now. Yeah, it's all it's just so silly. <laughs> of course I feel she like does. I missed something. <laughs> of course, she works for Fox News. She's young and blonde. Isn't that the requirement? Yeah, you'd see like you know she, you know her whole thing with the blaze where she got fired for the yeah, abortion right. comment, and then she was like on a in a holding pattern because she couldn't join anywhere. And finally, Fox News got her on Hannity, new correspondent. She comes out. What is she bitching about? Hillary's fucking emails. Oh my god! I mean, this sad, tired old fucking story. But they love that shit. Got to play all the hits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but people are getting. Yeah. I think. I mean, even at um, Trump's last rally, people left early. They're tired of hearing it. They got to get some new material. You can't. But they're just... not tired of voting for it, though. I yeah, feel it. I, I, I swear to God, this Ray, this Roy Moore, he's going to win. I fucking know it in my heart of hearts. <sighs> Damn it! I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me in the least. No, me neither. Sadly, yeah, me neither. <laughs> so he uh, he was asked about whether or not he agreed with the guy running the radio show saying that uh, homosexuality should be punished with death. And his answer is, well, I don't, you know, I'm not here to outline the punishments for sodomy. That's beyond any issues I've come into contact with. <laughs> but I can't help what pe- some people say or, or do. Do? And uh, <laughs> then he said, yeah, so maybe he's okay with killing as long as he doesn't have to make the decision. Mm. I don't know. But uh, he said, so you don't have an opinion about what the punishment should be? And Roy Moore said no. Has no opinion about what the punishment should be. Right. Yeah, but he didn't say <laughs> no when he's actually they put, be put to death. He was like, well, you know, I'm a little wishy-washy on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the answer should have been no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, running for Senate. That's just fucking great. Comes out as pro murder. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> that's good. He probably jumped three points in the polls when that came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> <laughs> He's a doer. <laughs> Meanwhile, over in Kentucky, there is one abortion clinic. So the Republicans are okay with killing, you know, adults if they're gay. Mm-hmm. But if you're not an adult, if you're a fetus. They're not okay with with anyone killing anybody there. So they now have well, there's one abortion clinic left, and they are facing a closure based on uh, an appeal that they have filed. And this is uh, again stemming from uh, this is a very common way of getting an abortion clinic closed is the idea that they need to provide emergency medical services in case something goes wrong in the procedure. Mm. So they have to have, you know, doctors on staff. They have to have these important safeguards to protect women's health. And since the clinic, the last clinic in the state, doesn't meet the minimums, they're looking to be closed. <sighs> Let them do it. Knock, them, knock yourselves out. When all those unwanted children pop up and crime goes up in 20 years... You'll know why. <laughs> yeah, the Mexicans. <laughs> Didn't you read Ann Coulter's book? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sharia well, law. <laughs> and all these people, you know, do home abortions and end up killing themselves accidentally. Yeah. 
We'll go backwards in time. I say, Damn. if you want to be an so, idiot, go ahead, be an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but you, the thing is, you can be an idiot. If you want to be an idiot, fine, go be an idiot. Don't affect other people with your idiocy. That's entirely different. If you don't want to have an abortion, fine, don't have an abortion. If you don't want to be, you know, associated with uh, sodomy, don't do it or, you know, participate in it. Don't, you don't get to make these rules for other people. Apparently, the people of Kentucky are okay with this since they're down to one fucking abortion clinic. <laughs> this is the thing that I don't get about the hypocrisy in the Christian right is we don't want big government. That's yeah. the big Republican statement, right? We don't want big government. But if I can make my voice heard so that we can have a law against people who aren't like me, then I'm all for those laws. I'm all for enforcing, making the government enforce other people live the way I want them to. But I don't want big government. How do you how do you wrap your head around that hypocrisy? Well, it's simple. The people who are spouting the line, the big government line, they all want the big government. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> they really do want it. But they know that these fucking morons, these mouth breathers will vote for them when they hear that despite – and then they don't pay attention to what's going on. Or they can't re- – or they can't rash – they can't reason for some reason. They can't mm-hmm. see the two sides of it and go, oh, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, he's going to drain the swamp. Okay, yes, yeah, Steve Mnuchin, Gary Cohn. Yeah, these guys all work for Goldman Sachs. That sounds about right. Swamp drained, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I have to say 75% of the people who voted in that direction, they don't pay attention to what the fuck's going on. They don't know who's in his staff and who's, you know, any person pay attention to that. They're done. Donald's the, Donald is the president and it's over with. He's the best. Yeah, so, if you're complaining about it, then you're obviously a libtard. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, they don't, because they're not really paying attention, so they don't see, they don't see what we see, right. which frustrates us to no end. So this bullshit, there's no having to rationalize anything. They don't fucking pay attention. And <laughs> the guy who keeps whispering in the ear, I'm, I'm with you. I'm against big government. Is big <laughs> government? What do you, t- what do you say to people who say, oh, I, I, I stop paying attention. It's just, it's just too much shouting. I don't, I don't pay attention anymore. I want to fucking strangle them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually say to them though? I say, I go. That's a really horrible fucking attitude to take because that is how shit gets ripped away from you by not paying attention mm. by blindly voting and not you know i mean did you listen to one thing that this person <laughs> said you know i mean i don't expect you to go home and investigate and, and have papers and you know do an independent investigation on your own but, but pay attention a little bit yeah. i mean this really is how like these regimes fucking take over it next is. thing you know you got no rights anymore yeah people stop paying attention and and it, it, you know, a little bit at a time, just a, ni- a little nibble at a time, their rights get taken away, and people don't see it. It's happening now. It's it started already. Yeah, death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, you have to pay attention. I'm moving back to abortion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have another we have another abortion story. That, well, there was a case in Missouri. Mary Doe. I don't know. I. I that may be her real name. It doesn't say it's a fake name, but in any case, mm. uh, she went in to have an abortion and was told that she needed to wait a 72-hour waiting period. And now this is after driving over three hours to a Planned Parenthood in St. Louis. She drove three hours and then was told that she had to wait three days before she could receive the procedure. She provided her doctor with a note claiming religious exemption. <laughs> To the waiting uh, for period. Both, for the, both the waiting <laughs> period and the booklet of informed consent that she would have to read. Oh, God. And the doctor said, no, you still have to wait. So the Satanic Temple is now filing suit against the 
well, against the state because of the enforced procedures. Because it is the Satanic Temple, uh, one of their tenants reads, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. <laughs> and that the doctor not performing the procedure and telling her she had to wait 72 hours was in violation of their religi religious tenets. That is awesome. Satanist to the rescue. Sound the alarm. They are. <laughs> Guys are heroes. <laughs> Unsung heroes. That is fantastic. I love it. They have red cage with S's on them too, but the S don't stand for Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier last week, district court judge dismissed the federal case, saying that it, it's, uh, it no longer has standing because she's no longer pregnant. <laughs> Wait, what? So, what? Because she she got an abortion, they the judge says, "Well, that you it's moot, you can't basically yeah, it's moot now because you you're no longer pregnant. So why why are you concerned about it? So, <laughs> so if, if I get into a car accident and I get broken bones and stuff like that, and I try to sue the person who hit me, if my bones have healed, I <laughs> I don't get to sue them anymore. Yeah, I mean it's that level of logic just." Isn't logical. It's, it's I don't get it. Marcy Hamilton uh, is involved. A constitutional law professor at UPenn said that that's truly a non sequitur. Uh, so the, the uh, Doe and the Satanic Temple appealed the dismissal, mm -hmm. uh, and resulting in the upcoming appeals court, which will begin uh, arguments on September twentieth. So yeah, I mean, let's go back to the original Roe v. Wade. All right, by the time Roe v. Wade was, Wade was decided, she wasn't pregnant anymore. That's not not really a valid <laughs> argument. <laughs> you can't put a nine month or you know whatever seven month restriction on how long your court case can last. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, especially since the court case can just sit for a year. Yeah. Wow. And then when it gets to the judge, they can go, "Well, it doesn't matter anymore, right?" No, that's not <laughs> how this works. <laughs> Unbelievable that a judge would say that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I mean, Roe v. Wade. There was a whole argument around that part of the of of the question. But they decided, well, that, you know, no, we need to decide this regardless of her particular circumstances because this is going to come up again. <laughs> it's the whole reason it was brought up. Yeah. Because it's going to come up again. Wow. So in any case, freedom of religious <laughs> beliefs, unless those religious beliefs aren't Christian. Right. Mm -hmm. Creative on the Satanist or the Satanic Temple's part. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> So along the same lines, uh, there's an article on Rewire.News, which I'll post, that the uh, Trump's administration is now funding millions of dollars to fake clinics. I love the fact that they call them fake clinics, <laughs> given the how often he says fake news. So the Health and Human Services awarded $8.9 million to 21 different organizations and agencies through the Competitive Abstinence Education Program. Oh, crap. I thought you were talking about his money. This is our money. This is tax money. Oh, goddammit. Which has now been awarded to abstinence-only education. Uh. And, and not just abstinence-only education, but they are anti-choice propaganda they they use to dissuade people from seeking abortion care. So they they pose as a teen pregnancy prevention crisis yeah crisis center. And then when you get there, they talk you out of doing any sort of abortion. Mm. Which one of his uh, shit bags is doing this one? Because I know he doesn't care. No, he don't care. Yeah, who would be heading up this part? Would that be Tom Price. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. I, yeah, I th I think it m might be. Wow. I don't have it in front of me. 
are all these like like is the Department of Health and Human Services like I know like they can't do shit really without the president and stuff knowing about it, but is there someone in his cabinet like paying attention to what these other places are doing? Or does he like does he does the does Tom Price have to go to Trump and be like, Hey, I got this great idea. Can you sign off on this? No, I don't think so. I'm There's so sure. much in the government I don't understand how it works anymore. <laughs> well, and, and by he, the way, that is it is headed by Tom Bryce. You were correct. All right, oh, they they are, they are missing so many high cabinet positions that he, he he. I'm sure these people are just winging it. Just no other option at this point. But like when Obama was president, if if mm. like the his head of the Health and Human Services did this, like would he? How would he find out about it by reading this article on Rewire? Or no, no. Would, would someone be like, "Yo, you gotta hear what these these fucking so, guys are doing"? <laughs> My understanding is that the appoint the appointees in this case Tom Price would give well, it's their decision and it, it's how they manage that department. But then they would give a briefing to the White House, and you know it would just be a written briefing that they would you know send to the White House. And whether or not the president, you know, how much attention he pays to it is up to him. But that's my understanding is that Tom Price is in charge of it and just gives a briefing. To the White House. Now, any major policy changes, he would need to run by them, probably. But so, but like with this thing, so say like if Trump, if well, I shouldn't say, I'll use Obama as a better example. Hmm. If he was like, no, I don't want you to do that. Like, does he have any sway over him other than firing him? Well, I mean, just like any, if your boss tells you not to do something, but does he have any legal right to tell him not to do it? Yes, he does. But so he could be like, no, I'm not okaying this. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay, so so the president does have to sign off somewhere on this. I don't know if they have to sign off. I mean, technically, if they don't do anything, that is signing off on it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I don't think they have to, like, get a signature kind of thing. It's just, you know, they're in charge. He's in charge of health and human services. And as long as he does what the president, you know, as long as they're on the same page. No, I'm... He also, he's going to be speaking with his cabinet on a regular basis. So I think that, you know, the idea that the president keeps his people on the same page whenever they speak. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like they all meet together and Trump's like, okay, you tell me what you're up to. It seems more like, okay, let's sit down and suck my dick, make me happy, <laughs> and I'll let you guys go. I don't really care what you're doing. <laughs> well, the, the the only basic question that Trump really cares about is, will this make me more popular? It will? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. That's all he cares about. Will this I make don't people think this like one me? will. I, will this make my base like me more? Mm, well, yeah. That's... <laughs> Although this week, Democrats love him. <laughs> yeah, weirdly. Yeah. I think that's what he's going for, though. He just wants that 30% of the American population to love him so that after he's done being president, he can go and do something, another TV show or something, mm. and get all their money. Man, he's got to be close to the end of his life cycle, surely, at this point. <laughs> Like, how many more things do we need to see him be involved in? Like, he's an old man now. Four years from now, he's going to be a very old man. Ian, he uh, hasn't really moved around a lot. You know human bodies have a finite amount of energy. He's been storing (laughs) his up for the the later years. That's true. I did see that that glowing health report from Dr. Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about that horrific picture of him playing tennis? I mean, he has played tennis. So, I mean, golf, sure. There's not a lot of exercising in golf, especially since he doesn't actually carry any more than a single club about five feet. He drives his, um, (laughs) he drives the the golf cart onto the greens. So, you know, there's no exercise received there. Well, when you stored up enough energy after all these years, you can burn a little playing golf, uh, tennis. Tennis. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just wish he, I hope he never does it again. So I don't know, ever need to see a picture like that again. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, but you know, if you caught me in that same picture, I'd look just as bad. So <laughs> unlikely, but whatever. <laughs> oh no, I love the picture because of what it probably makes him think. But yeah, does this make my ass look fat? Yup. <laughs> no, your fat ass makes your ass look fat. <laughs> so no, where it's huge hands? <laughs> <laughs> Where are all these clinics going to be showing up in just various different states or? They're existing. Yeah, existing organizations. They'll just be increasing their scope. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like in the article, it references Kasich and the fact that he signed off on a Christ Center ministry that is, it has several locations throughout Ohio. It was awarded $442,000 from the, uh, from the grant. Wait, Kasich? A, a, a group yeah. that Kasich likes benefited from something in trump's organization hmm. sure because he's absolutely for the uh, abstinence only yeah but i didn't think trump liked him though and that's all that really matters which proves he probably wasn't paying attention to this one that's what i'm thinking yeah because yeah trump uh, Kasich has said bad things about him there's no way he's going to benefit him yeah indirectly though i, I mean it's mm -hmm. not like he's out saying reelect Kasich or Kasich's doing a great job in Ohio. He's like, hey, look, I'll get all this uh, fanfare mm -hmm. if I do this thing that, you know, John Kasich might indirectly benefit from. Well, it's not Kasich benefiting from. It's just he, Kasich is also behind this sort of nonsense. Yeah. Right, it just right. happens to be he's, in his state, and he doesn't have a problem with it. But yeah, he's not running the clinic. He didn't set it up. <laughs> right. Yeesh. Oh, John Kasich. I don't know what to do with this guy. He's creepy and the food eating when he was on the campaign trail, which is weird. I'm just talking more about the fact that he hates Trump and all his policies, yet he's a real, not the best person in the world either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, but but based on, you know, what we've seen and what we were given this election cycle, he was like, just your run-of-the-mill evil villain. <laughs> yeah. True. He was Ultron to Trump's Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so moving over to Michigan, uh, a federal appeals court last Wednesday said that the elected public board of commissioners in Jackson County, Michigan, have not been in violation of the Constitution by opening their monthly meetings with Christian prayers. Uh, mm. There was a lawsuit by Peter Bormuth, and the sixth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals voted nine to six to reject his claims that violated the First Amendment's Establishment Clause because, and this is the court's ruling, they didn't violate the First Amendment because all of the commissioners are Christian. <laughs> so since all the commissioners are Christian, no one was actually being put out by them praying because it's them praying. Well, because Peter, so are the commissioners the only ones giving the prayer? And because they're all Christian, therefore they're Christian prayers? Is that what the in argument this case, is? I'm not sure because they do cite bringing in an outside official, uh. you know, someone to to actually give the prayer. But I don't know if they're talking about in in this particular case or just in general. Hmm. But his Peter Bournemouth, the guy who filed the suit, says that he was being put out because he is not Christian. He is a pagan and animist. What is animist? Animist. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's... Okay. So I'm not going <laughs> to like either side of the argument in this case, because an animist is someone who claims that uh, plants and animals ha also have souls. Uh, I think okay. I played so... an animist in a D&D &D game one time. <laughs> what was that? I think I played animist in a D&D &D game one time. <laughs> 
Mm. So he he was not happy because he felt excluded and felt like he was having to go to church anytime he went to participate in his his local government. Mm. Which yeah, he's right. Whether or not I agree with his own beliefs is a separate question. <laughs> But apparently one of the nine commissioners called him a nitwit for objecting. Wow. And two of them turned their backs on him while he spoke after complaining about their prayer. Open-minded of them. So the the judge said that there was no coercion to him because all of the commissioners were Christian and it doesn't. It, you know, he, he didn't have to participate. They said that even though he was requested to stand for the prayer and have a respectful tone, that is does not qualify as coercion. Therefore, no one was really being put out by a prayer being done during the, uh, the <laughs> opening of the commissions. Well, it was, it was more than that, though. He was asked to assume a reverent position. Bow your head? I would assume, yes. Yeah. And, and you were about to say something. Sorry. No, nothing. I'm just shocked by the ruling. I'm just, first of all, sir, this is how you feel. You're mistaken. (laughs) Second of all, as long as these ten clowns agree, then it's not illegal. (laughs) Just because they choose to rape a child at every meeting, they're all pedophiles, so it's okay. Mm. I like that logic. Yeah. Wow. So one dissenting judge... Karen Moore said that a practice that excludes non-Christians from the prayer opportunity and expresses disgust at people who voice different opinion was the reason that she voted against it. Mm. Good for her. So I'm, I'm assuming that this guy will um, appeal, and I'm guessing the ACLU will get behind him and help him, or Freedom from Religion Foundation or somebody. The There's a council involved for the First Liberty Institute, mm. which uh, represented, they represented the board yeah. in an interview. So in in any case, what he said was that it skyrockets the odds and that the Supreme Court might ultimately weigh in. So, yeah, I don't think they're done. No, I don't think so. (laughs) Amazing. Always such a freaking argument. Always such a fight. Yeah. And the fight's getting harder and harder. Mm. The next thing that I have is about Trump. A couple nominees. He has nominated a couple Uh. lawyers for federal judges in Texas. These lawyers, uh, Jeff Mateer and Matthew Maxmark, I probably butchered that, but that's okay. These two judges are specifically anti-LGBT. Of course. So he has been picking, and if you also remember, there was another one. It was the, uh, I forget which circuit court it was, but it was up in the Indiana area. Barrett, I don't remember her first name. Uh, Amy Barrett, She the, the woman who said that a judge needs to put mm. her Christian morals before the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> he's nominated her for a uh, circuit position, and now he's nominated these two anti-LGBTQ villains <laughs> to, <laughs> to the uh, to Texas Circuit Court. Now, does and this these are, have... Go ahead, do, this have Pence written all over uh, it. It's got reeks of Mike Pence. <laughs> oh, yeah, Trump doesn't know what he's doing. No. He's not paying attention to this shit. No, this, this is Pence. All of it. Does not have Pence's name anywhere listed, but I believe you're correct. And these are lifetime appointments, right? Yeah, to the circuit courts, I believe so. How is How did that happen in our country, this lifetime appointment shit? I don't know. Well, what happens when um, a federal judge's rulings are constantly overturned? I mean, 
does something happen to them if they're constantly wrong? I don't know. I mean, what does it take to get rid of one? I mean, what, if one of these guys just came out and was like, yeah, I just straight up fucking hate gay people. <laughs> like, and you just let that sit. Was, is there anything we can do? Well, so these appointments, they, they have to go before the Senate, I think it is. What does that mean? We know they're gonna, it's going to go through. <laughs> yeah. Right. But these two are apparently getting a bunch of shit because, like, Mateer in here, who Trump has nominated for the Eastern District of Te- Texas, has no judicial experience. Oof. He has – his work has been in private practice. So he has no experience whatsoever being a judge. <sighs> Um, he was uh, made an assistant attorney general for the state, but there are several of those. Right. Um, that's basically, I mean, that's a staff appointment. So he's never been in a, in a judicial position. And now he's being put in as a as someone who is going to preside on an appeals court. I mean. Wow. Yeah. So the idea that, uh, well, it's going to court and we'll fight him. Well, that's getting harder and harder. Right. Right. I think this is. Yeah, these these appointments are the key yeah. to getting your agenda pushed through. Again, and this this is uh, mostly what I gain from being on this show is I don't know. I just I I was apparently just really naive before because I I thought you know judges and police officers and uh, just general civil servants were held to a higher standard somehow. Mm. <laughs> They are just plucked from any random tree in any Yahoo, just slap a tie on him, and boom, you're a judge. Boom, you're a congressman. Boom, you get to change all the laws of the land and tell me how to live my life. And who are you? Just some chucklehead yeah. that they found in the gutter. It's it's really disheartening. Yeah. Oh, I had a eye-opening experience this week, because yeah. I was up for jury selection. Oh, really? <laughs> and the last time I was up for jury selection and I got picked, it was a civil case, and it goes pretty quickly, and the jury selection is pretty quickly, but I got picked for criminal mm. this time. And the first case, there was only t- two cases that went up there because each one took three hours fucking long to pick the jury. The first one was a standard DUI, boring-ass thing, right? Mm-hmm. But the second one, which I had to sit in the group of 54 – was 44 counts of kid diddling. Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. But what the most shocking part that I learned was is how many people will just take the testimony of a cop's as truth no matter because he's simply a cop. Because yeah, they yeah. ask this question. They go, if a, if a law enforcement officer testifies, are you more likely to believe his testimony because he's a law enforcement? Half the fucking hands went up. Wow. And the thing, and I was like, come on, does anybody watch the news? I mean, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And then, like, even the DA who was like, listen, I am te- I'm trying to prosecute this person. And I am telling you, in the eyes of the law, he's innocent right now. Mm-hmm. So I have to prove him guilty. So by the very fact that he was arrested, you cannot presume he's guilty. Does anybody here think he's guilty just because he was arrested? <laughs> 25% of the fucking hands go up. Wow. Right? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Um, And she's like – and so then the judge steps in. He's like, listen, I'm trying to tell you people. He is innocent right now. Was anybody going to have a problem with this? Bang. All the hands go up again. And then when we, uh, we exhausted all the cops and, and do you know this person and this and that and religious reasons, one person raised her hand for religious reasons that she couldn't judge a person okay. uh, based on her religious reasons. He goes – Based simply on the case, is anybody going to be 
not impartial on this, and <laughs> I'd say 75% of the hands went up. And I, I just wanted to stand up and go, put me on the fucking jury, please, <laughs> just so I get the fuck out of here. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody understands how the law works. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if there's a certain number of people that were in that room who are like, I don't want to be near this. I don't want to participate. I don't want to hear any of this. I'm going to answer all the questions wrong so I can leave. I, I might believe that, Karen, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that if you simply just keep raising your hand, like every time you raise your hand, they have to take you off the stand, bring you up to the judge, both the, both the DA and the lawyer go up there, and it's a between a five to ten minute conversation for to try individual? to get you to be impartial. Ugh. Right? Crap. And that's yeah. for each fucking person that raises their hand out of a group <laughs> of 50. So you, can you imagine how long we – I mean, I was dying. We were sitting there for four hours. No You can't get right? up. You can't go to the bathroom. You can't do anything. Oh, God. So I don't know who wants to get out of fucking jury duty that bad. (laughs) That's why I was like, I'll do it. Just please pick me. (laughs) Get me out of this room. (laughs) What's even weirder, though, is when you're sitting there and it takes so long and there's like a long, about an hour and a half worth of just silence of them, the DA and the lawyer passing papers back and forth or striking people off and this and that. And I look over and you're only like five, six feet away from the fucking defendant and his Mm. lawyer and they look at you straight in the eyes and they're like, you know, for whatever they do for jury selection. And all I can think is the lawyer's like, will this guy let a kid touch her off the hook? Uh, yeah, he looks like, the t- <laughs> you know. Damn. Yeah, but it was, I, I, I just can't believe how many people will just straight up believe a cop because they're a cop. So did you, are you going to be on the jury? No, I did not get picked because mm. I looked like I wanted to kill everybody probably because I was getting so <laughs> frustrated. Like my arms were full. I mean, when, when they asked at the end, the, uh. You know, despite everything that's going on, everything we told you, is there is there a reason or do you have just simply based on the fact that, you know, this guy is accused of this and half the hands went up? I let out a audible groan because I knew we were going to be there for another two hours <laughs> because each one of those people had to go up. And I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> so I can tell they're like, no, this, this ain't the guy. <laughs> He's the angry one. We're going to let him go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Also, even though I know you're supposed to be impartial, as I was staring at the guy, I was like. He looks shifty as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm always curious in situations like that why they choose the people they choose. I mean, I know a lot of it is just going for, you know, demographics. They want the the defense is going to want people of similar racial makeup and, you know. Right. But. uh, Yeah, I don't know either. And it's interesting because uh, the the defendant was black. Hmm. And there was probably, out of the hundred or so people that were there, I could probably count, like, maybe five black people. Sure. And they, But, like, one guy who, like, who was a, was a black guy as well claimed he knew the defendant because he came into his store. They picked him for the jury. Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like. But I'm thinking a black woman was probably, oh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, a <laughs> lot of the black women put their hands up saying they couldn't do it. They couldn't be impartial. Yeah. Hmm. So 44 counts, though. That's a lot of counts to be busted on. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's not a good story there. <laughs> Whatever it is. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> and the really shocking part was, is, you know, they, they read off, they're like, okay, so-and-so is accused of 44 counts of this, and they go into somewhat descriptive detail of what each count is. It's like penetration of a penis, or, you know, they did all this shit. Yeah. And, um, and I see the DA sitting there, and I saw the two lawyers on the other side, and I was like, oh, I guess they're not bringing the guy out for this one, because... You know, maybe they're afraid that someone's going to attack them or something. And then they went in and said, um, sex with a minor with a four year gap in age. 
and shit like that. And I was mm. like, oh, is this going to be one of those where, like, the dude was, like, 18 and she was, like, 15, yeah. you know, or one of those deals? And then um, the, the judge goes, and you can see the defendant is sitting right next to his lawyer right there. And I was like, holy oh. shit, that guy I thought was the lawyer is the defendant? <laughs> and I was like, that dude's, like, 50-something. Nope, it ain't <laughs> one of those four-year cases. <laughs> no. <laughs> More than four years, more than, you know, 30 years. <laughs> yeah. But she still could have been 15, I guess. Or he, yeah. whatever. I know. It's tough. I hear you because I also want to observe the law and be impartial. But as soon as I hear 40 or 55 counts, I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she's 20 now, the woman. <laughs> and what's Now, here's an even more shocking thing. So after the after the jury dude and everything like that and I got out of it, I went to go see my therapist who deals with uh she deals with a lot of children as well. Mm. And um she was like, Oh, how was your you know, she's like, How was your day? And I was like, Oh, I had to go through this jury duty and blah 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 and this this guy was a, a kid toucher and she goes, Really? She goes, and they were and they brought him the trial? Mm. And I was like, Yeah, she goes, I'm shocked. And I go, I go, You're shocked, why? And she goes, Because normally they don't go to trial. And I go, no. you got to be fucking kidding me. I go, you hear about this? She goes, no, you only hear about the big ones. You don't hear yeah. how many of these small ones go under the table because they can't prove anything, mm-hmm. you know, and this and that. And and she's like, and she goes, well, probably she's probably a good witness because she's older. Um, she goes, but when it, when the kid's under 18 and they don't trust, it's like these things just get shuttled off and nothing happens. Ugh. I thought what, you were going to say they settled. No, no settling. No case. Yeah. And because she's like, child, child protective services can't do much when the parents are like, say, like you find out that, that your husband is is doing something mm-hmm. to the kid, and you take the kid away, and there, and then child protective services is like, well, now this is a custody case. I can't be involved. Sure. So, I mean, who wants to put their kid on the stand to repeat stuff like that? That's horrible. Yeah, I, I mean, just I just you, I but, just learn so much every day about how fucked up this country is. Yeah. Just yeah. in in regards to you know nominating these 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 uh, judges to like Ian said like. Whoever, I'll grab Bill Hall. He's in the fucking alley. I, he seems like a <laughs> a reasonable person to do this. And I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Ian. Fuck it, man. You're national security advisor. Draw a paycheck. Get clearance, Ian. <laughs> no, I failed to field out those clearances, but I want clearance anyway. Okay. <laughs> I lied on every form. That's cool, right? No, no. You just forgot to email the last part, right? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> There's precedent now in the White House, in the West Wing. All good. Yeah, so there are five judges. So far, Trump has five judges confirmed, another 30 pending, and 123 seats left to fill. 123. But how many are there? I wonder how many. I mean, is it 123 out of 10,000? I'm okay with those numbers. <laughs> but if it's 123. You think he's up, like, social, <laughs> social networking sites? Like, are you a fucking asshole? <laughs> Do you want to be a lawyer? <laughs> uh-huh. Call the White House. Oh, man. Right, I don't know. I tried to, to do it. I tried to do a search real quick, but I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are 13 appellate courts, the 94 judicial districts organized into 12 regional circuits. I, I don't know. Lots of judges, apparently. Okay. That's all I got. Probably not as many as I wish, but more than I think. Okay. So moving on, I'm going to move on to international news. This made, well, it made some news over... Uh, where is this? This is in India. Well, in Bangladesh. But an Indian journalist was killed. She was a critic of Hindu nationalist politics. So basically, she was speaking out against 
people of well any hindus that were trying to do hindu be outspoken. <laughs> yeah yeah in in bangalore okay the city of bangalore she was uh shot twice and killed left on the street by a motorcyclist apparently this has become a uh a thing if you're outspoken against this party she is not the first person to be killed but she was the first kind of uh celebrity status to be killed hmm. And, uh, yeah, so motorcycle came up, shot her in the head, shot her in the chest, and left her for dead on the street. Just, wow. uh, yeah, amazing because when it leads into the next story as well, when you think of Hindu, you don't really think of a guy on a motorcycle, you know, killing people who oppose his views. No, it's usually t- a pretty um, laissez-faire religion. I didn't think there were that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought there was a level of pacifism involved, but yeah. what do I know? <laughs> Still religion. <laughs> hey, we found out yeah. Buddhists were killing Muslims today, so... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is the other story that I was going to mention. Jared actually brought this to my attention. I've been watching CNN for quite a while, and it's 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 all about the hurricanes. Yeah, I didn't I see anything I about know. this. Like, it's it's been a quiet Trump week because yeah. of the hurricane. I mean, yeah. every... I mean, they must be so fucking bored over there. At all the news stations, every one of them, it's a hurricane, hurricane, hurricane. Well, at the moment, they can they can send their you know their reporters down to the keys and get dramatic footage. So it's all very eye pleasing and and you know it's good TV to hell with the news. Well, they lost ratings with me though because I'm just like okay. I mean, you know, you can spend a few minutes on it. It's definitely news, but sure, the whole goddamn day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every show we're watching Wolf Blitzer, and there's an ad for. Um, I forget her name, but the out front, Erin Burnett. Erin Burnett, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was an ad for her show coming up, breaking news, more of the same hurricane. It's like, I've seen <laughs> yeah. this for the last three hours. We don't, could, could we just stop calling it breaking news? Yeah. It's not please. breaking news. Yeah, yeah, remember when breaking news used to actually mean something? When that came up, you're like, oh, some shit went down. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> now breaking news is regular news. Right. Breaking news is, hey, there's a hurricane three days ago. I'm like, what? But, okay. Right. Again, <laughs> important, but I'm with you. I do remember when breaking news was a uh, bomb went off in a federal building in Oklahoma City mm. or a plane just hit a, the World Trade Center and this is breaking news. And you're like, oh, my God, stuff's happening. And now they're just breaking news. <laughs> yeah. They need a higher level, like super breaking news. And you're like, oh, okay, this is the real <laughs> shit. Real news. All right. So to me, breaking news, apparently 313,000 people have fled Myanmar and crossed over into Bangladesh over the last two weeks. 300,000 people in two weeks. But reading through the article, this has been going on since the 70s. It started. So this is not a new... What what has escalated it to this point, I guess? Buddhists, weirdly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know if there's economic difficulties or something going on in the country that's driving people to push out the ones that are different than they are. But So appa- apparently in Bangladesh, though, there's like, they just got these makeshift buildings made of bamboo and plastic sheeting in order to, to keep people, all these refugees, you know, that's that's where they're living now in bamboo and plastic sheeting tents. Mm. Most of them apparently are, don't know this word, Rohingya, which is a small sect of Muslims. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea about what they believe or why they're, you know, how they're different. But the, yeah, the Buddhists in Myanmar are are apparently just killing them and doing worse. Murder, arson, rape has just, they've just been 
almost genocidal attack on this group of people. So they're fleeing Myanmar and ending up in Bangladesh. Mm. And Bangladesh, I mean, the Bangladeshi prime minister has taken them in, but they're, they're, they don't have that much. Oh, God, no. Bangladesh is not the country yeah. you wish to no, handle probably something not. like this. They're doing what they can, but, you know, I guess this is where the, these Rohingya people, it's where they feel safe. Holy crap. Well, so I'm curious if the if the persecution was going on and that prompted the attack on the military outpost, or was it the military outpost attack that turned them into the Buddhists into killing machines? I don't know. Well, it says Rohingya families have been arriving in Bangladesh from Myanmar in waves since the 1970s. 32,000 registered refugees live in two official camps, but more than 300,000 undocumented Rohingyas were also estimated to be in Bangladesh before this latest influx. So whatever it is, it's been going on for quite some time. So I don't have any information about the military attack that you were talking about, Jerry. Uh, it just says here, since a militant group associated with the Rohingya attacked a series of military outposts August 25th, mm-hmm. killing about a dozen people, the military has retaliated with a violent operation that is clearly disproportionate and without regard for basic principles of international law. Hmm. Wow. So, so I don't know, maybe they were just looking for a reason. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a religious war again. Mm-hmm. So apparently, also, Myanmar denies Rohingya citizenship, even on, to those people who were born there. Wow. Based on their religion? Yes. So where are they supposed to be citizens of if they're... Apparently, they don't care. Nice. And uh, there, well, there have been reports that Myanmar authorities have begun laying landmines along the border with Bangladesh. Ooh. It looks like they're specifically targeting these people who are crossing the border. Well, That it, is some real hate. Yeah, it is. Well, if you're not even – if the people that are born within your borders to people that were born within your borders are not given citizenship, holy crap. I mean, they're obviously not citizens of any, anywhere else, so you don't tr- you don't consider them human at that point. Wow. And again, I can't confirm this because it's not in this article and I can't find anything, but I had heard somewhere else that they were, like, beheading children. Ugh. Well, you again, know? yeah, if you don't consider them human, you don't consider that a problem. And I think we brought this up on the show many times, but, like, I don't know how mm. you could look at another human despite what you may believe. You know, as much as I hate, like, a hardcore alt-writer, mm. like, if you put a sword in my hand, I'm, I couldn't fucking chop his head off. No. You know, he's still a human being. He's an yeah. awful human being. But <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, like, in these other countries and other in other places, they're like, nope, that's not a human. I don't see that as a human. I'll chop the yeah. nine-year-old's head off. No well, problem. I- what about um, a hardcore Christian fundamentalist? Do you think they would consider a a a truly out flaming homosexual a human being? And would they actually hesitate to um, pull the trigger on a gun? Them. Yeah, depends. Is their name Roy Moore? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really don't know because I don't, and I doubt you guys either because we just don't have that streak of no fundamentalism in us. I, I think it would boil down to the. the the answer to the question would, would boil down to um, whether they would be caught or not, not as to whether they considered yeah, probably, it to be. You're probably right, and that's fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. So there's another example. There's a quote in here from Myanmar military colonel Phone Tint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that name is amazing. It's actually spelled Phone Tint. Uh, but in any case, uh, he's, a, he's a, a border security minister. He denied the violence against women who were attempting to cross the borders. He said, where is the proof? Look at these women who are making these claims. Would anyone want to rape them? Oh, nice. So that's his argument. <sighs> I had read uh, that Erdogan came out and condemned what was going on over there. Oh, man. Wow. 
hardcore. Well, they're Muslims. That makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has But much the funny more- thing is, too, and, you know, this probably <laughs> doesn't get a lot of traction because it is Muslims. And we're used to hearing about shitty things that Muslims do to people. Sure. You know, so if, you know, if you were to say like, oh, my God, ISIS and the awful fucking things that they do to people, we should wipe them out and be like, well, there's a subsect of Muslims over here that are getting beheaded. Now, fuck them. They're Muslims, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting beheaded by the Buddhists. Let's not yeah. forget that. Yeah, that's <laughs> the weirdest part about this. I mean, I don't really I mean, I'm sure. We, did we do a section on Buddhism? When not we were specifically, bra- I don't believe. No. Like, if we did, I've completely forgot about it. And they're not uh, nonviolent. <laughs> Apparently not. I thought they were. I didn't. I don't think we bro- broke down Buddhism. There was another religion. Oh, we were. We were going to break down Satanism too. We were gonna maybe go, go back and loop those two in. <laughs> yeah. So, what would the international reaction be, or the American press reaction be, if these people were Christians? Oh, we'd already be at war. We'd be bombing someone. Yeah. Yeah. Religion ruins everything. It does. It really, it really does make everything so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine this planet if that shit never existed. Yep. The, the accomplishments we'd probably have. Yeah. John, John Lennon had it right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I have several different things. Well, most of it's to do with the hurricane. But uh, I wanted to, to – we'll move on to some national news, some American USA news. Uh, the Trump administration, the Department of Justice has now – I don't know exactly what it. They, apparently, it's just a a brief, a quote, friend of the court brief, and they submitted it to the Supreme Court on behalf of Jack Phillips, who claims that his right to free speech and right to exercise his religion will be violated if he has to bake a cake for same-sex couples. Oh, right. The cake baker. The whole yeah, the story that started it all. We mentioned that this was going to be going to the Supreme Court. The Department of Justice is now backing this baker. Mm-hmm. They have put in a brief saying that uh, Department of Justice supports his claim on freedom of religion. Somehow I don't think that's going to sway anybody on the Supreme Court, but... Gorsuch? Oh, he, he's, no, it's not going to sway him. His mind's already made up. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think any of these people are on the fence. Well, that's I, probably I, true. Well, I guess Kennedy is on the fence. I don't know where he's going to land. And he'll be the deciding factor, probably. Yeah, so I guess... What? <laughs> Every decision from here on out will be seven to two. Yep. Well, probably. Yeah, this isn't really were- a new. Uh, well, I guess it's it's news, but nobody really is surprised by it. The fact that the Department of Justice would be making a statement like this. No, it's not a surprise. But again, it's I was just to say, isn't that department run by the Attorney General? Sessions. Yeah. Yep. Sessions. So <laughs> this he seems like important shit they should be working on. Yeah. Mm. Well, you can't do anything about the Russian thing now, so he has to, yeah. you know. <laughs> we're okay with kicking out kids who who were brought to this country when they were toddlers and grew up here, but this cake shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but don't but they this know- cake... The- <laughs> go ahead, I'm sorry. Don't, don't they know that most of those kids... Well, you know, go on to DACA, but um, most of those kids are Christian. Why don't they want to keep the Christian kids? Oh, right, they're brown. Sorry, I forgot. Doesn't matter. Mexicans yep. taking your jobs. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, what that means is that this is a person who has a legitimate job, who is contributing to society, who mm-hmm. is paying taxes on their job. Nope, got to kick them out. Right, because the only people that were eligible for DACA were people under those circumstances, going to school, have a job, stable. Having committed a crime. Having committed a crime, right. By definition, they're all the people you want to keep. Right. How many of them were, like, first responders helping out with the hurricane? Actually, One of them died. 
doing yeah. that. Active in the military, a bunch of them. But brown, doesn't matter. No. Well, now we don't know, because Trump kind of flip-flopped on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy True. Pelosi said, could you tweet this out? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm on your side now. <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird turnabout. I don't quite understand. I think maybe he's just, you know, trying to tweak Ryan and, and Turtle Man. I don't know. Nah, who the <laughs> fuck knows? So <laughs> what do, do you – does somebody have the details on that? Because I, I know that he, Trump, brought in McConnell and – well, the leaders of both Republican and Democratic uh, senators. I think it was just senators. And House. No, no and, and House. Nancy Pelosi is the minority leader of the oh, House. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. you're right. But he brought them into the White House to settle this, mm-hmm. and he sided with the Democrats. But does anybody have the details on that? Yes, I do. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it turns out I was on vacation, and so were two other people in this podcast. <laughs> Help us, Jared. <laughs> so they, they, basically the whole thing was they were all brought in there to work on a deal for the debt ceiling. Mm. And about raising the debt ceiling because that's coming up soon, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you need the Democrats to work on you with this. So everybody had their little first offer plan that they were going to throw out there and then they were going to work on it. And Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer said, all right, we'll give you a three month extension on the debt ceiling and you tie it into a uh, Harvey relief. And uh, Donald Trump said, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> and the whole reason the Demo- the Republicans don't want that because now this is a new thing that's going to come up in December that the Democrats can you know fuck them over on and hold them up on. They wanted a longer extension. They wanted a six month instead. Right. Yeah. They wanted like they wanted something that was probably going to go past like even 2018 because of elections and shit like that. Mm, sure. So then. Automatically, I don't know if it was Paul Ryan or Mitch McConnell that went to say like, "Well, now wait a minute," and then Trump's like, "You're done talking. I accepted the deal." That's true. That like he cut him off as he was talking and said, "Nope, we're taking this deal." And then he got up and he shook Chuck Schumer's hand and they got a picture of it, looking like they were about to kiss each other. Yeah, and every Republican's head fucking exploded. <laughs> Even John McCain, this pissed off John McCain, who we've we've all been rooting for. Wow, and well, he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> well, I think it's it's the um, all right, Republicans, since you can't work, you're not doing what I tell you to do. Maybe these people will. I'll give them something, and now they owe me. And let's see what, what let's see what happens with that. That I think you're putting too much stock in <laughs> Trump. Oh, man. I think exactly what it is. Trump got it exactly what he wanted out of it. He got good press coverage mm. <laughs> out of this, and he was happy. And he tweeted to them, "Look at all the great press coverage we're getting on this. This is awesome. Yeah, ratings. <laughs> yeah, ratings are important. This is no, great. Not. People like me now." And then. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi calls him up and says, hey, listen, regarding this DACA thing, could you at least put a tweet out, you know, telling these people that they have nothing, that we're not going to round them up in the next six months and that, mm-hmm. you know, they have, they can work and not be in fear. And he's like, you got it, Nancy, and tweeted that <laughs> out. And he was like, yeah, you people, don't worry. There's going to be no action. You'll be fine. And everybody, again, all the, the, <laughs> the Republicans were like, what, <laughs> what? the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> it's, it, and it all boils down to, Hey, people like it when I do good shit. Yeah. This could be a good thing. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, bottom line, again, listen, we know he's not paying attention to no. anything that's going across his fucking desk. Well, and he doesn't care. He, does, about- yeah, he just doesn't care. And all he cares about is people liking him. If this is the kind of shit that he realizes, like, hey, when I do this shit, Morning Joe says good shit about me and CNN says good shit about me. And he seems awfully concerned with what they think. It, it, 
It's true. You know, I mean, yeah, he gets his, you know, he gets a little sad hand job from Fox and Friends and (laughs) whatever, but he wants everybody to like him. Listen, I don't know. I mean, we all know he's not really a fucking conservative. True. No, but you're not wrong. It's all about legacy at this point, because he thought this is going to be amazing. I'm going to, like I said, he's got to be near the end of his life cycle. (laughs) So he was like, I'm going to get. To be the president, I'm going to be remembered forever. And then he's like, fuck, I'm going to be remembered as the worst president of all time. Most unpopular. Like the most hated, least popular, nefarious president of all time. Wait, Ian, I've got to change this. Nobody's going to build a statue for him for banning <laughs> transgender in the military? <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, I think now, I think, I, again, and I think he sees... Uh, Maybe not, because you're right. He's not super observant, but I, I think uh, I think Mueller's closing in on him. Oh yeah. Well, here's so. here's the thing. You 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 got you have to look at it in the most basic terms, like a fucking child or a dog would look at it, <laughs> right? You know how like a dog knows when he does a good thing, he gets a treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, that dog starts to realize which good things are the things that he can do. So right now, he might not be right on top of it, but say he does something else again. With Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and he gets news coverage. Eventually, he's going to fucking sink in that when he works with them, good, good things, things happen. happen. And when he sides with Mitch McConnell <laughs> and Paul Ryan, bad shit happens. Mm. <laughs> he has no loyalty to the Republican Party. This no. could be a good thing. It's possible if they can take advantage of him. Oh, take advantage well, of the situation. A lot of the news outlets are saying like the, the Democrats have tremendous leverage now yeah. because of what he did. That they could try and pull this shit again in December. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, the whole fact that they they use the debt ceiling as a leverage point to get their their pet projects through is infuriating. I mean, they, they were going to use you know relief for the uh, Harvey victims and and the next hurricane victims. How could you use that as a bargaining chip? That's horrible. I don't know, but everybody does it. I, I mean, that's <sighs> just the way it works. With the fact that I don't know if the fact that Trump. When no, this seems like a reasonable deal. It gets the it gets well. It, it will make me popular because it gets the relief to Texas quickly. If that is his only reasoning, eh, I can live with that. I guess so. Yeah, but well, uh, I don't know to to follow up on on that the the bargaining chip. It's because so many of these congressmen and senators they can't see mm. past their own desires. I mean, the same. People that were like, nope, I'm not giving these dirty New Jersey liberals any money for Superstorm Standy mm-hmm. were first in line saying, give me, give me money for Texas. Fucking yeah. Ted Cruz. Oh, my God. That's always Ted Cruz. He's the worst. He is the worst. Oh, did you see what he said? It's so hard because they're all the worst. Yeah. Well, he's the worst of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he said that um, the only reason he didn't sign off on Superstorm Stan- Super Sandy was because of the pork barrel stuff that was added into it, which was a damn lie there wasn't that. yeah but they're calling out on that like yeah, they they're are. showing his interview and they're like well that's just a straight up fucking lie yep but that's <laughs> the excuse he used i'm like oh. even i think chris christie came out and was like no he's a fucking piece of shit yeah he's a piece of shit <laughs> which is hard because christie's a piece of shit i know this is it's so confusing <laughs> this, is, this is a pot kettle situation <laughs> like nobody's seen well that's weird though because during sandy i mean he Went to Obama, asked for his help, shook his hand, was a reasonable human being. When his, the people of New Jersey needed him, he was there. But then he about faced and turned into a piece of shit again. So he's capable <laughs> of it. He's capable of being a decent human being. He just doesn't oh. do it all the time. He so caused really Mitt Romney the election by shaking <laughs> Obama's hand. Maybe. 
So he's, that's the frustrating part for me is he is capable of being a decent human being. And then he does shit like he did um, when all the beaches were closed in New Jersey. <laughs> And he had the whole place. I really to want to himself. go to this. Be- I, mean, I really want to go to this beach, but I'm tired of all these people. <laughs> Governor says beach is closed. <laughs> this beach is mine. <laughs> well, My when God. you're riding that 15 percent approval rating, you're like, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> There's nowhere but down. So we're going to go straight to uh, speaking of Ted Cruz. <laughs> What, what, did he do something else? I don't else? know. What do we have on Ted Cruz? Well, do you, did you guys not see today's news? Oh, my God. I did. It's so- I didn't I have did. internet really, most of the day. It was gold, <laughs> it was but it, gold. It, 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 I didn't know if it was show relevant, so I didn't no. want to, like, throw it out there. Like, speaking of Ted Cruz, well, his, offic- his official Twitter <laughs> yeah. handle oh, yeah, was liking all sorts of porn today. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he hacked? He will. He will claim that he is hacked. Yes. I can't be certain, though. Was it an intern? Maybe. Was it him? <laughs> Maybe. His college roommate came out and said, uh, and uh, tweeted a response to him saying, you didn't have to share a room with him masturbating four feet beneath you every day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that college roommate, were you guys following his Twitter at all during the during the uh, primaries? I did for a no. while, but. Uh, oh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> he does not like Ted Cruz. <laughs> no. Amusing. Most people who know him don't like him. I don't. Yeah, I can surprise his wife tolerates him. Holy crap. Yeah, kids don't even like him. No, they don't. He's not a nice person, ever. Yeah, someone had sent me that link, and I was like, oh, come on, this has got to be fake. No, <laughs> no way would Ted Cruz do this. <laughs> the only thing that surprised me is it was straight porn, although it was um, incest porn, but whatever. <laughs> it's impossible not to find incest porn these days, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Back off! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Game of Thrones. Hmm, okay. All right. Uh, right no, I meant you. real porn. If you go sure. to a porn site, it's impossible not to find it. <laughs> I, again, I blame the Game of Thrones. They they made it, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. <laughs> Uh, so everything else that I have revolves around uh, the hurricanes. Mm. The first thing I, wa- I have is Scott Pruitt <laughs> told CNN in an interview, he is, if you don't know, the head of the EPA. He was asked about climate change, and he said to have any kind of focus on the cause and effect of the storm versus helping people or actually facing the effect of the storm is misplaced. We need to focus on clean water Super flood activities may cause uh, an attack on water. These issues of access to fuel, these things are important. And uh, to discuss the cause and effect of the storms, there's a time and a place to do that, and it's not now. Well, it's I want never. you to set. I want you to set that then, because this is the same bullshit line you do. You try to sell me every time there's a mass shooting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, now now is not the time to talk about gun control. Yeah. These people are trying to heal. Yeah. It's never Just the wait time till the for next anything. mass shooting. No, it's never the time. <laughs> Honestly, the though, time. like if if someone in my family was killed by a, sh- a mass shooting or died in a super hurricane that happened, I might go, "Hey, th- this is a good time to talk about this shit, you fucking asshole." Seriously, let's talk <laughs> cause and effect here. Come on, you talking about is not going to change how I feel. Yeah, yeah, I am, Ian. I'm with you. I am tired of that fucking talking point. Well, now it's not the time. It also points out the fact that he thinks climate change is just a political discussion. Right. 
It's not it's not uh, something that we need to address. It's just a politics issue. And it's just Democrats versus Republicans when it comes to climate change. That doesn't have any actual effect on anything. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, that goes to the, his core beliefs that he thinks that it's just a political issue. Why would we talk about climate change when the weather is trying to kill us? <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Um, what was it on? Oh, the Friday night HBO talk show, whatever the hell it's called. Real time. Omar. Oh, no. Omar. Real time. Omar. Real time. Yeah. yeah uh, Cup was on on Friday night. Oh, <laughs> oh that Essie Cup. Essie <laughs> Cup. Talking about well, she believes that humans have changed climate, but that's not the point. The point is the politics. I'm like, what? I don't I didn't understand her line of argument and her line of reasoning at all it didn't make any sense generally pretty reasonable but she was so unreasonable and yeah shrill and annoying yeah i love hate her i don't know what to do with her (laughs) (laughs) well she she didn't want to actually actually have an intelligent conversation about climate change and she kept trying to say that her opinion mattered on the science and her opinion is not worth jack shit i'm sorry that's why we have scientists (laughs) you have to listen to the scientists like, I don't believe that Scott Pruitt honestly believes any of that. He knows that he just can't talk about it because it'll it's a uh, politics. Yeah, he'll lose his job. Yeah. yeah, it's not that he fundamentally believes it. He's just like, oh, fuck, you know, <laughs> I got to deflect off this because this is horrible and clearly is in the direction of positive for science. <laughs> so you think he understands what climate change, like what that actually means? And yet, yep, just pulls pulls the line. Yep. Yeah, really. I mean, look no. at that report that ExxonMobil put out. Yeah. That they had this, they've known this shit for years and they're just like, nope, just we're not even going to talk about it. But they all, that's why I say like when these, when these people on the news stations try to talk to somebody out of it, they're like, how could you not believe this? And you know, how could you do this? They're like, they fucking know it's true. They're just they know climate change is real. They just not going to say it is. Right. It's inconvenient. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to think about it. They, but the thing is, I don't even understand. I mean, we have an electric car now. And it actually works really well. I don't understand why people can't make this shift. There are because oil companies make tons of money off of oil. Well, it's because yeah. I'll tell you why. One of the people that I work with, they they were asking me about the electric car because they were interested in it, and and they were interested in saving money by not buying gas. And I'm like, well, that really doesn't it doesn't work out that way because no, you don't buy the gas, but I mean, you're still paying for the car. And you still need a car for longer trips, mm. you know. So it, you know. So I'm going over the details and stuff, and they're like, "Well, yeah," and you can't really take that on the highway. I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> what? What?" Because they thought electric car meant it was like a golf cart and only had like a top speed of 35. <laughs> <laughs> no, that thing books. <laughs> yeah, this thing actually, I can outrace nearly any <laughs> car on the yeah. road. Oh, wait, you guys have a fully electric car? Yeah, yeah. we have a Nissan Leaf. We have oh, a wow. Nissan Leaf, and we source our electric through sustainable um, electricity, which costs. Oh my God! I have like eight thousand questions for you after this show. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you put, if you have it on economy mode, you have. I mean, it yes, you it's, accelerate it. yeah. slowly. But if you take it off of economy mode, that thing has more torque than any motor vehicle. Yeah, it and is it's not impressive. a hybrid. No, no, no. plug in only. So. What do you do if you drive it long distance and you need to recharge? Where do you recharge it? Yeah, we tend to not. You just you, that's what I said. You can't drive it long distance. Like you oh, have okay. a mileage limit, and you yeah. need to be aware of that. Right. I mean, th- yeah, ours will only go at a, on a really good solid day, a hundred miles. So we could get to Harrisburg, and we could recharge in Harrisburg and get back. But eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that scares me. And wh- what would you do? Just plug it into an outlet somewhere? 
well, a, a 110 outlet would take a very long time to recharge fully. But yeah. there are there are places you can charge. There's a place in Harrisburg where you could go and plug your car in, and it'd take about two hours, I think, to charge it back up to full. Okay. It can be done. But well, the, the, super, next gen- the speed chargers doesn't even take that long. It's like no. half an hour. Well, yeah, half an hour will get you to like 80%. So it gets about 80 miles. So, you know, we could do we could do like Altoona and stuff, but we have a, a, a backup car gasoline engine. And we This is our so dad. seems like you're talking me out of it. Well, and, <laughs> well, the thing is, with the Tesla coming out, you've got a lot yeah. longer range. So the battery levels are just going to be improving. Yeah. Like Tesla True. is just constantly working on battery and the, that technology. So right. the electric cars are going to be getting more and more functionally available. Right. The, yes. for, and as as the battery improves, as the battery life improves, and like you said, as the recharge speed yes. improves, yep. that's going to be the key because then you can start putting infrastructure in place to, you know, modify and then slowly replace gas stations with charging stations. Or, you know, gas stations will have charging stations yeah. and then hopefully eventually become charging stations. But I mean, the idea is that you, you know, you, okay, you're getting a little low on battery, you pull off to the, your nearest gas station, hit a sheets, plug mm-hmm. the car in, you pay, you know, I don't know how much it would be but you for a supercharge, you set it Five up to bucks. charge, you go mm-hmm. in, you get your MTO, you have your mm-hmm. meal, and then you go back out, unplug your car, you've been there for 20 minutes, you get quite a charge, and you can just keep going. Right. You could, but that's, we're pretty lazy and pretty greedy. 20 <laughs> minutes, Ray, that's... That's a lofty goal. If I have to charge my car longer than five minutes, <laughs> I'm going back to gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. It, it needs to be practical enough so that twice a year you have to be inconvenienced, but the rest of the time you're not. That's acceptable. And yeah, there's no I way they can that. figure out a way to make the spinning wheels and shit like that recharge your battery. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. But it's it does regenerate your charging. Yeah. You could. You only get out the energy. You only get some of the energy back that you put into it. I mean, that's right. the thing that makes me crazy about hybrid cars because the only energy going into a hybrid car is gasoline. There's nothing else going into the car but gasoline. So you're charging um, the electric engine with gasoline or with the regenerative power. So you're getting some of it back. So it's a really efficient engine. But the only thing going in is gas. So you just made a really efficient gas engine. That's all you've done. Yeah. Is it weird driving around a car that's quiet? It has a whine. It has an artificial whine. It's a little uh, strange. <laughs> you have to beep at people periodically, and they leap out of their skin and jump out of the way. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it's a it's a great commuter vehicle if you live close to work. So yeah. that's the big deal. It's our day-to-day car. I mean, most days we use it. So I don't remember the last time I bought gas. It's been a long time. How's your electric now? <laughs> it didn't actually change. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, I, it was not a noticeable difference, so... Basically, our fuel costs us negligible slash nothing. So, that's a bonus. It's probably something I could pull around here, but I'd have to have two cars, just like you. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you don't take that many long-distance trips, rent. Yeah. If you need it twice a year to take a long-distance trip, just rent a car. We just happen to have another car that's already paid off, so we just didn't sell it. (laughs) So, back to the hurricane. Not that I I like talking about electric cars, but I want to get this. We're we're running long, so... (laughs) There was a question brought up by Ronald Curry. He is an editor of a Kentucky-based Glasgow Daily Times. Uh, he put out an article that said he had a simple question. Why are there no atheists helping out in Houston? <laughs> he asked, where are all the atheist relief groups? Where are the, the construction crews? If there's a single group of atheists involved in this effort, in any effort such as this, it's not known to the writer, meaning himself. Now's not the time to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Again, Friendly Atheist has a, a, some nice responses to this. First off, you're not going to see that many atheist groups because they don't pressure members to give 10% of their income. <laughs> and uh, another answer is that most of the atheist groups helping out are doing it out of the goodness of the hearts and don't feel a need to broadcast their lack of religion in the process. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing something good for somebody, you could just be a good human. You don't have to spout your religion all the time. Oh, wait. Yeah, apparently you do if you're Christian. Mm. But then the other thing, and he has a full list of people, groups that are atheist organizations supporting victims of the hurricanes. Uh, Foundation Beyond the Belief, which we mentioned last time. Mm. The uh, Freedom from Religion Foundation that has a charity agency, Non-Belief Relief. Uh, they've donated to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. The Humanists of Houston, the Houston Oasis, uh, the South Texas Atheist for Reason, the Beaumont Humanist Society, the Corpus Christi Atheists, and the Humanist Fire Ants. <laughs> because that we, one I found weird when I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can work together just like them. Uh, they are also raising money. I mean, there are tons of groups doing these things. So I just wanted to throw that out there that. It's not just religious groups helping helping out. In fact, the Red Cross is not a religious group. Hmm. Yeah, how many atheist EMT workers does he know about? Right. Do they have to? We have to wear scarlet letters to let them know that we're <laughs> out there helping out. Maybe we should. <laughs> uh, well, no, don't I'm... you and Karen wear necklaces? <laughs> I wear a necklace. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't wear a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> he has a sticker on the back of his car where somebody tried to pick off. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have an atheist sticker, which it looks like somebody tried to peel it off unsuccessfully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? That's a whole other separate conversation. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. The humanist fire ants. What? But Well, fire ants work together really efficiently. Did you see the rafts of fire ants in Houston? That was so gross. That so, was weird. That was really weird. I didn't know they did that, and it was really disgusting, and I never want to be in a flood. <laughs> ants do cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had uh, a lot of flooding growing up, so that was not a that was not a new thing to me. I've, I've seen that before. Not fire ants, but ants in general will do that. They'll make rafts Raft. out of their own dead, and yeah. Yeesh. It's what pretty... happens if it gets close to you? Oh, creepy. <laughs> you, you run. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that was that was my answer, at least, when I was growing up. <laughs> Girly scream and run away. Got it. <laughs> so the good Christian thing to do, last story that I have, Texas churches are suing the uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. What? There are three Texas churches suing FEMA because they have been told that they're ineligible to apply for disaster relief grants because <laughs> FEMA does not give money to religious organizations. So that's <laughs> what you should do as a Christian. Sue FEMA for not giving you money. Or pay taxes, asshole. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> if they pay taxes, maybe. But they don't. They just want to... Too late. They're, <laughs> they're getting that money. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. They're getting that money with a new set of... Uh... Tire recycled tires. <laughs> as soon as that, as soon as that one went through, I'm like, whatever you want, you're gonna get it. Yep. Yeah. Exclusion clause. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna use the uh, the recent court case about the the stupid. Uh, what the hell was it? Um, Missouri, the Missouri case. Yeah. Uh, that has actually already been brought up. The Supreme Court's huh. decision for Trinity Lutheran uh, versus Comer. They're uh, the whole playground. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what you meant by saying tires? Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, 
Okay. God. So, yeah, the, the whole thing, it, it, the fact that churches couldn't be excluded from taxpayer-funded grant if the purpose of the funding was secular. They're already mentioning that in their uh, in their suit. <sighs> yep, because it's the secular rebuilding of their church. <laughs> ah! <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, they opened that door. <laughs> Expect the flood. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, so that is all. That is the last story that I have. Probably did that in the wrong order. <laughs> the last thing that I, I do want to mention this just because I saw it offhand. Anne Applebaum, I don't know if you guys know who she is. She's a I do. journalist, Pulitzer Prize winning author, mostly, well, she's written a lot about communism, mostly in like Eastern Europe. But she put out an article, I think it was on Slate, I could be wrong, but that's who I'm giving credit to, <laughs> that uh, we're really close to a to something happening with Trump and the whole mm. Mueller investigation. And the idea that she is saying we're really close uh, sparks my attention a little bit because she is not a, she's not someone who, you know, blows the not, horn early yeah, not fanciful yeah <laughs> yeah she's a very down-to-earth kind of uh kind of journalist so mm. uh i don't know it's an interesting article i'll try and uh get it on the website but interesting read in any case there's just so much going on with the russian investigation and nobody's paying attention to it for the last week because of the hurricanes sure yeah i hear little snippets of it today on some of the news but not a lot. Did you hear? But the, I haven't watched Young Turks yet today, and they'll get to it. <laughs> did you hear that uh, the White House lawyers are talking about asking Kushner to step down? Yes, I did hear that, saying that he should have stepped down previously. Yeah, someone is going to burn for this. It may not be Trump. Yeah, but why Kushner? Because of his involvement with I don't know all the Russians. Oh, yeah. yeah, and his constant oh. forgetting about mentioning it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, he's I, just he's bringing bad heat on Donald. Yeah, I just hope there's enough proof to take Donald down because we, we talked about this before. He doesn't put anything in writing. He doesn't he doesn't send emails. He doesn't put his thoughts on paper. I know they said uh, what I heard today was is they said there's like we're just not confident that they could even bring him down. They're, mm -hmm. they're not even sure on the law regarding it. Well, that's yeah, a big question. You know, but if they can get him on racketeering and um, tax evasion, we'll just work from that. <laughs> Does that work though? Can you bust a president for a, a so, like? They don't even know if that's if they can do that. I I think it depends on Congress. Yeah, I I don't think you can yeah. a president, but if you have enough information together, you can get the uh, you can get Congress to impeach, mm. which then won't matter because Pence will pardon him. But <laughs> so he won't do any jail time, but at least he won't be president anymore. We'll have a total new no, fight on our hands. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah, then this whole religious tsunami will just. <laughs> We'll need religious hurricane relief <laughs> from the Mike Pence of storms. God. Hopefully he goes down with them because, I mean, he was implicated in something. Something about he knew something and he lied to the American people about it. And I don't remember what it was. Something about the Russian investigation, but... Yeah, I'd heard something, too, Some a little bit of Mike Pence being involved about something. But even if that happens, then we have Ryan and he'll just be lame. Oh, is he is he number He's three? Number three. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't go, doesn't go to Tillerson? No. Speaker Mr. of the Ryan. House is next. Okay. Yeah, his villainy is well known. <laughs> but at least he's a normal Republican. We can deal with him. Yeah. Right. And because no. of all the videotape of them defending Trump, they'll, they'll never get reelected. Like, no way. Right. If Trump goes down for something and then gets impeached, like, yeah, Mike Pence will take over. But no way Pence gets reelected. No. No. Just too much stink on him. Yeah. 
I don't think Pence could get elected anyway. He's just, he doesn't have the fervor. He doesn't have, he can't get people riled up. I no. think that's one of the yeah. main reasons Trump was able to get the votes he did. Sure. He's charismatic. Yeah. All right. Does anybody have anything else? Not no. I. No. Okay. <laughs> that is it for this week. Uh, if anyone would like to contact us, you can do so on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash profanearg, or on Twitter, at profanearg. Also, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please uh, share the podcast on social media. Leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or wherever you happen to listen. And finally, I would also like to encourage you to check out uh, other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can go to soon-to-be-namednetwork.com, and you can check out all the uh, different shows, mostly podcasts, that are available for you there. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. By the way, uh, good uh, good talisman game. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, you can yeah. all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> How's that sound? You can all go fuck yourselves because I had the worst fucking character ever. <laughs> I don't know that Dread Knight. He looks good, but it's just just not good at all. You lose one fight, your horse is gone. Mm-hmm. You got to go get another horse, or you're done. I was not being mean some of those times. I got cut off, and the, the computer just went bonkers on me. Disconnect it, come back, and where's my shit? It used everything. God damn it. I had yeah, no fate. Were... I don't know what it is with that druid and fate, but... <laughs> the rounds where Karen cast all her spells yeah. every chance she could, that was the computer. That was not me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, where she I'm like... Kicked out of the game and then take two turns, and on the second turn, she was suddenly ruthless. Yeah.